So pleased to be joined uh, today by uh, Deborah Hawkins, the uh, Director of Public Health uh, for Dudley. Deborah, what, what's the latest situation with the coronavirus in Dudley? Well, the latest situation as of yesterday, uh, Mike, is that we've had uh, 21 confirmed cases in the borough, um, and sadly we've had seven deaths from the people that have tested positive for, for coronavirus. Okay, now obviously things are changing quickly, but people are understandably worried about this and themselves and their families. What kind of symptoms should people be looking out for that should raise flags that, that they might have uh, contracted coronavirus? The symptoms of coronavirus for most people are very mild and very much like the symptoms of other viruses. Um, what we're asking people to do is if they've got a temperature, a high temperature, a fever of over 37.8 degrees um, or a new or continuous cough, which means you've started coughing repeatedly, then you may have coronavirus. Um, and so they're the symptoms that we're asking people then with those symptoms to stay at home for seven days. Okay, so if anyone who's uh, displaying any of those symptoms, the high, high fever, hopefully touch on the chest or the, uh, the, yeah. the cough, shortness of breath you, you referred to, should stay at home um, for some days. What, what about the rest of their family if they live with other people? Well, if they live with other people, the, um, they should stay, the other people should stay at home for 14 days from the day the first person got symptoms. That's because of the incubation period that there is. Okay, so it could take a few days after that for symptoms to become, uh, to, to become apparent. And so you're saying 14 days uh, just so you know that uh, the other people are clear. Um, yeah, that's right. And in terms of trying to you know, stop the spread of, of this virus in the public, what should we all be doing? And what, what, what steps can help to minimise the spread? Well, one of the really important things that, um, that people can do is, um, is, is what we're calling social distancing. Um, and um, and this is this is about um, the, the purpose of this is to slow the spread of um, of COVID nineteen. And what we mean by um, social distancing is we mean that um, we should only travel on public transport if we need to. If it's possible for us to do our jobs at home, we should work from home. I'm I'm on the phone to you now, Mike, from home and. I'm coordinating the local response to COVID-19, but today I'm working from home. We should avoid social activities like going to the pub, going to the restaurant, to the theatre, etc. Avoid events with large groups of people. If we do need to contact services, public services, try and do it online if possible. That's important for us all to do, um, a responsibility we all have to help to slow the spread of the disease. That is in particularly important for, for people in some of some risk groups who are, who are older people who've got a long-term health problem, who are pregnant, who have got a weakened immune system. It's even more important that they do that. So particularly important for, uh, for people over the age of 17, people in those vulnerable groups you talk about, so basically the people yeah. who would normally be asked to have a flu jab in the winter 
that's absolutely right. Those people should try and social distance. Now, there is some confusion between social distancing and self-isolation. And the self-isolation is what we just talked about before. It's for people who've got the symptoms or they live in a household with somebody who's got the symptoms. The social distancing is really for us to slow the spread and protect vulnerable people. Great. And, of course, that's all on top of the... Uh, the standard advice about making sure that you wash your hands more regularly than normal with soap and hot water or with an, an, an antibacterial uh, wash, uh, 20 seconds at a time that you're wiping down surfaces uh, and the usual personal hygiene advice that we've uh, been getting. That's absolutely right, Mike. It's still just as important now for us to do this, even if um, uh, we're social distancing, we're self-isolating, really, really important. It's probably the best thing that we can do um, to protect ourselves and others, wash our hands as often as we can, make sure we um, cover our nose with a tissue or a sleeve when you cough or sneeze, don't touch your eyes, mouth or nose with dirty hands, um, and, and really, you know, um, try, try to have less uh, less visitors um, in, in your home and, 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 and keep a distance from, from, from other people. The advice is obviously evolving as the virus is, uh, uh, is developing and we find ourselves in different situations. So really, we just need to be listening to advice that's coming from the Dudley Council, from Public Health, from NHS England, and from the government's uh, Chief Medical Officer and Chief Scientific Advisor. I think that's right, Mike. What's really, it's really difficult because the situation's changing so rapidly because this is a new virus and we're learning more about it all the time. So what I would suggest to people is that they really try and keep up to date with the most recent information and it may and expect for it to change, the advice to change, because it may well do that as we learn more. Great. And uh, in terms of what we're doing in in Dudley, do we, do we have a plan? Yeah, we've got um, a 10-point plan um, that Dudley Council um, is implementing. Um, it, that involves us coordinating the, the, the partner response to COVID-19. It involves us protecting vulnerable older people and adults who are most at risk. It involves us supporting schools and vulnerable children to cope with the impact of COVID-19. It, it involves us working with our partners in the bulk sector to coordinate the community response, which has been absolutely fantastic and really overwhelming, actually, how kind people are being to each other. And our, our partners in CBS are, are working with us to coordinate that. The fifth part of our plan is to make sure that the council's doing what we can to delay the spread. And that's things like cancelling um, events, uh, closing non-essential services. Um, the sixth point is to continue to deliver the critical services, and that means that we might ask people, our staff, to do different things, um, than the, you know, so that we can protect the most vulnerable. We're also working very much with our NHS and social care partners to help manage cases and outbreaks so that they get the public health advice they need. We're also providing practical advice and support to local businesses. Um, we're protecting the health of Dudley Council employees because it's really important that as we go on delivering those critical services, we do, that our staff are protected from COVID-19. And then finally, 
Generally, what we're doing is making sure that we communicate regularly with our staff, our partners, and the public about COVID-19. And I know some information has been going out um, today around what we can do to protect vulnerable um, and older people from COVID-19, just for example. The council's also made the decision today to cancel all of our public meetings and events. That's sort of the, some of the things that we can do as an organisation to help prevent the spread of the, the virus. Well, thanks very much for that, uh, Deborah. I mean, it was heartening to hear about the amount of work that's being done. And obviously, there are a lot of particularly vulnerable people who, who will need extra help, even at a time when they shouldn't be coming into uh, unnecessary contacts with other people. So presumably, you know, picking up the phone if they can use emails or other social media, so much the better. But obviously, there's nice uh, loneliness and isolation issue there as well, isn't there? There is, and I think there are, there are things that we can all do um, when we are stuck at home to look after our health and well-being. You know, I, I would my advice would be if you are at home, you're not you, you you're not going out. Or try and find time to do some of the things that you enjoy, indoor hobbies or reading or cooking. And I think the other thing I'd say is, you know, what we eat really affects how we feel and our mood. So I would say try and eat healthily. One of the things that, that is really good to do is to spend a bit more time think, doing things that you've been putting off. Paperwork, having a spin clean, learning a new skill, that sort of thing. And, and also up a daily routine at the end of the day remind yourself of something that you've achieved and then you know try and use technology to keep in, in touch with family and friends or use the telephone to keep in touch with your family and friends as well well, it sounds like I should probably get on with uh, finally painting the ceiling that I've been putting up. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly the sort of thing that it's, good. it's a good opportunity to do, isn't it? Well, thanks very much uh, for that. That's been really helpful, uh, Deborah. Well, thanks. It's really good to speak to you, Mike. And one thing, if it's all right, to just say, I know that staff in the council and the NHS... Uh, people in my team have just been working flat out, really, to try and coordinate the response. So, and, and, you know, we're all just really grateful for, for the efforts that everybody's making. We're, we're so lucky to have so many dedicated workers in so many different parts, particularly public services, but right across society. And frankly, we couldn't be coping without them right now. And that's absolutely right. Great. Well, thanks so much. Thank you, Mike.